1: the 21st century, a weapon will be invented like no other. This weapon will be powerful, versatile, and indestructible. It can't be reasoned with. It can't be bargained with. It will feel no pity, no remorse, no pain, no fear. It will have only one purpose to return to the present and prevent the future. This weapon will be called the Terminator. You're dead, honey.
2: What day is it? The date? 12th. May. Thursday. What year?
0: Three eight four one six assigned to protect you. You've been targeted for termination. Why does it want me? Why me? Arnold Schwarzenegger
1: is the Terminator. The future is in its hands.
0: Killed the dinosaurs. The ice age. (laughs) I'm Sebastian. (laughs) The look of disappointment on your face. Wait, wait, wait. I can do it again. I can do it again. Let's kick some ice. He'll
1: find her. That's what he does. That's all he does. And I wish he would find you, Seb. (laughs) I'm Andy Schossler.
0: And welcome to our review of The Terminator.
1: I just spent the intro. Lambasting Seb about having in use the Terminator Two theme in this opening, and he keeps on telling me, "No, Andy, it's fine. It's Terminator. It is Terminator. And it's not." <laughs> Terminator, it's T2. It's very specifically T2. It's only used in T2.
0: That was T2. It's used in all of them after T2. No, It
1: absolutely is. No, that was the theme from T2.
0: Yeah, but the theme is used in... I will say not in this one from memory, but it's used in two onwards.
1: No, it is in the first... That sort of pattern is in the music in the first one. Just that that music specifically that you used... Is from T2, not it's Terminator. It's Terminator. It's not, Seb. It's the It's same not one. interchangeable. You can't do that.
0: It's like if I was to play the Imperial March and then he appears <laughs> in one or two of the Star Wars. Empire Strikes Back is
1: where it's from. Yeah,
0: but it's Star Wars. I'm doing a Star no, Wars.
1: No. No. <laughs> Like No. Jewel of the Fates the is The Imperial Star March Wars. is not Star Wars. It's in Star Wars, but it's not Star Wars. Jewel
0: of the Fates is Star Wars.
1: It's Phantom Menace. No, it's, but it's not Star Wars. Star Wars, Seb. It's not the whole thing.
0: If this was some sort of bad parallel world <laughs> where we were doing Star Wars, I would potentially put Jewel of the Fates in all of my intros to tell the story of Star Wars.
1: I am very passionate about Terminator. It's one of Good. my favourite films, and this show is in serious danger of becoming the Andy show
0: for the record. No, no, please do because <laughs> I don't know a whole lot about this film purely because it's the first time I've ever seen this one.
1: Now that's remarkable.
0: I've seen T2 maybe 20 times in my life. Mm. I've never seen Terminator 1. So what, what were your first impressions? Of this film? Yeah. Why is he a bad guy? I mean, I already knew that going in, but like it is the one film where he's just a bad guy because he's been a hero in all the ones I've watched. I mean, a hero and sometimes also a bad guy, depending on if there's two of them or some shit, but you know. <laughs> um, but my, my only experience of this film going in was Linda Hamilton screaming about him in T2 about what he did in this film. Right. <laughs> she made him sound like he was a lot worse. What? I don't think he was that bad. Did you watch The Terminator? Yeah. I just feel like... Did you watch it or did you just play it in the background, Seb? Did I you
1: actually watch it? A bit of both. He's terrifying. No, he's fine. I mean, he's Come gone. On.
0: I just feel Reece like... Reese
1: is the one freaking out, or not, not freaking out, just trying, when he's caught, trying to explain to the cops that no, this thing is a Terminator. You have no idea what that means. Let me tell you what that means. He will terminate her. That's his mission. He won't stop until that happens. Understand that... We have to stop it. He's a we have to run.
0: bad robot. What do you mean? Okay. We'll get into the, in, in the actual review, but yeah. he's like, I need to come back and kill Sarah Connor. That's my mission. I will do this by killing every Sarah Connor. Like the fact that they didn't even just have an address. Like they have Seb. time travel. Seb, and Seb, comp- Seb. No, 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 no,
1: no. I'll stop you right there please, because don't. I am defending <laughs> this film. No, please, please, please. Because it's perfect. It's explained. After the war, after the nuclear war, records were lost. All the details that Skynet had was the name and a city. That's it. The Terminator was just being systematic,
0: just in going getting from rid of Sarah A. Connor down to Sarah Z. Connor. That's it. That's it. <laughs> That's how it was going to do it. Oh. Actually,
1: I'll, I'll do a little bit of trivia before. Um, in the in the original treatment, uh, James Cameron had. Um, Sarah Connor have an old childhood skating injury, and so she had surgical pins in her in her leg. And the Terminator, whenever he killed a Sarah Connor, would cut open her leg to locate the surgical pins in order to confirm that it's actually the the Sarah Connor. Okay, but for, you know, for, for reasons that end up being you know complicated to do and expensive, and they just settled on on the phone book and just going through and killing every Sarah Connor in order.
0: Yeah, I can actually say that's a good choice to make because if (laughs) there was actual known medical records of her, what you do is you you get those (laughs) and it tells you where she lives. (laughs) Like you you go to the hospital that you're aware that she had the surgery in and you find out (laughs) like her social security number and then you track her through the fucking tax system or some shit. (laughs) Like that's how you...
1: No, but that's it. Skynet is making the best of a bad situation. It knows John Connor is the leader of their existence. It knows Sarah Connor... Is John Connor's mother and it knows that Sarah Connor lived in Los Angeles in 1984 before John was born? That's it. That's all it knows.
0: I find it weird. Okay, this is not me pointing out a plot hole, it's just 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 food for thought. Why go back specifically for John Connor's mother when they could have in theory gone back for like their you know great great grandmother? Sure. In much simpler times, and you know what I mean, we, we could barely stop a robot when this film takes place, let alone in the seventeen hundreds. You
1: I'm, could I'm just, you know, absolutely you could you could make that argument, and you I could explain it s- because it's science fiction. You could explain it and say uh, the, the temporal displacement had a had a you know a, ten a, year a, limit, yeah, to, a, about, yeah, a window of where it could go to. So this was as far back as it could go, as as early back in in history as it could go, and it and it knew it would be able to get. John Connor, or at least have a good shot at getting John Connor before he's even around.
0: Because all I'm saying is I want him to fight cowboys because <laughs> I think that's a fun visual. <laughs> and I don't get it in this film, and I dare say I'm not going to get it in any of these films. <laughs> uh, but isn't that a fun thing? Like, you know, like that, I just rewatched Back to the Future 3. Um, yeah. But with the kids. Yeah, credits, that would have been be, great. You know, he shoots and then he's like, ah, oh, you didn't get me and reveals the <laughs> chest plate. And in this film, he just opens his chest up He's <laughs> just like, gotcha good, mate. <laughs> I think that was possible. Um. Anyway, sorry. You were probably about to gush and rant about this film, I would assume.
1: Oh, my God. I'm dribbling at the at the, at the thought of it. I love this movie. I've loved it since I was a kid.
0: I am not to spoil my, my answer, my, my my summary for this film. I prefer T2. Of course you do, Sim. Because you're just like all the other sheeple. Yeah, sure.
1: <laughs> um, but I will no, say- that's, that's not your fault. You- uh, even even uh, my wife, as we were watching it, she confesses that while she loves Terminator the first one, she's seen it multiple times as well. Uh, she does like T two more because that's the one she saw first.
0: Oh, Also, just Robert Patrick, fucking great in that film. He's so good. Um, I, I do remember, but that's next week. That's yeah. next week. Yeah, I was say, my <laughs> only memory is that I want to punch the kid in the face. Anyone there? <laughs> um, whose name has escaped me, but I do know it. It's John Connor. No, that was in the act. Um, <laughs> Edward Furlong. Edward Furlong. There we go. Um, I can actually, I've seen a, I don't know which episode to slip this into because technically it's between two and three. Oh, okay. When I was away in Japan earlier this year, you know, months before the world came to an end. He did
1: uh, a hot noodle commercial.
0: Oh, yes, that's right. Edward Furlong, yeah. I was at Universal Studios and I went to see the Terminator show. Okay. Which it sets out, you walk through. It was difficult for me because it was mostly in Japanese. Like they were just doing it in Japanese. Yeah. There was. I mean, I'm a tourist. That's fine.
1: How does the Terminator sound in Japanese?
0: Oh, they do like- More or less
1: terrifying than-
0: Well, they had a guy that looked like Arnie. And okay. And he would mouth along in English. Okay. 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 The idea was that it was... What's the name of the company again? Um, Cyberdyne? or Cyberdyne.
1: Cyberdyne Systems.
0: Yeah. It was them doing like a tech expo, but then something goes wrong. Right. And showing oh, us, nice idea. Okay. They were showing us like, these are our future robots that we're going to use in the military. And they're like these big bulking mech suits. sort of. Thing. Well, not mech suits, but big oh, bulking like, mechs. That's like the plot to Robocop 2. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the resistance breaks in to attempt to stop them to fix the okay. future. And it's Sarah Connor and John Connor... And the Terminator is there, but they also being tracked by. It was like a, a weird retelling of T two, um, because they've got the liquid metal one, but it's obviously it's not. This guy didn't even look like Robert Patrick.
1: You mean Universal Studios didn't recreate an actual liquid metal Terminator?
0: No, for not their for show, one, not for the Japanese one. Weak anyway.
1: Universal Studios, <laughs> weak.
0: But it was a. Um, it was done in like quote four D, so like they shoot you with steam and shit. just doesn't matter. <laughs> But what all would, the
1: smells of the Terminator. Yeah.
0: Mm. <laughs> really cool though, they would, the whole thing was done like with a movie screen, um, but, but there would be certain spots where unless you're on the right angle and could see, the actual screen would disappear. Right. So actors could step through. So there would be, it would look- oh, cool. Because okay. of like all the smoke and stuff too, um, just you know a little bit of smoke and mirrors, literally. Um, actors would step physically out of the screen. Um, but they had like motorcycle stunts and shit. In, this is all indoors. Wow. Um, you know, little firewall explosions, shotguns, well, fake shotguns going off to shoot the liquid metal Terminator and stuff. And it was just this story about them having to travel back into the future to stop this Terminator from being sent back into the past. And that's my exposure. <laughs> I saw that before I saw Terminator 1. <laughs> I was like, what is going on? It's, it's an 80s film and
1: it does feel like it sometimes. Yeah. And that's not. I'm. I'm not saying that to discredit it or or um, you know make it sound bad, but it is different from T2 for sure. Yep. which is fine. I, I like it more. Really? Yeah.
0: It was just. It was just less fun for me, and it's not meant to be fun. This movie's meant to be like, oh god. It's- yeah, it's scary. That's yeah. that,
1: you know, Because this thing could really be after you.
0: I do feel like years of Schwarzenegger being modern Schwarzenegger though really took away from his the, the dread he would give me.
1: So I'm like, oh, he's
0: fine. he could be nice next movie. Yeah, he's, yeah. <laughs> he's, such, a, he's such a larrikin. <laughs> but I'm like, he'll be friendly next time. It's yeah. fine. He's just going through a phase. Um, what a phase. Yeah, what an angry boy.
1: Uh, incredible. Mm. I could not believe when I read this. It has an 8 on IMDb. Yeah. Uh, T2 has an 8.5 or something. I think it's rate rated higher. Again, more people... Have seen T two. Yep, it had an international release. Terminator did not have an international release, Uh, so that's part of the part of the reason. Rotten Tomatoes. I've never seen this before. One hundred percent critical score for the Terminator. Oh, and eighty nine audience. One hundred percent. I I mean, I agree. It's it's a perfect film.
0: mm, That's
1: crazy high. Ridiculously high. And shot off a budget of six and a half million.
0: Six and a half. Six and a half million, and we said this was after Aliens, wasn't it? Because this was his.
1: No, this is nineteen eighty four. He made this so pre Aliens. Aliens was eighty six.
0: Oh, okay. But he, Still lowered the budget, but he, he got heaps. the Aliens
1: gig off the back of Terminator.
0: Oh, so I thought it was the other round. In oh, okay, fact,
1: <clears throat> I'll, I'll I'll go into the trivia uh, of it. Uh, so off a, off a budget of six point four million, uh, gross was seventy eight million. So it. not a, not a huge financial success, but definitely a very successful film um, domestically. Uh, so trivia, my goodness, there's a lot to talk about. It. Yeah, I'm just <laughs> looking over film. it
0: now. It's heaps.
1: So um, the 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 story is, God, it's so it's so involved. The story is that um, <clears throat> while being a director on Piranha Two. Mm. Which is, if you want James Cameron trivia, if you want to read an interesting story, read the trivia on Piranha 2. It is absolutely fascinating what Cameron was put through and what he did for the film and just how he got absolutely fucked over by the by the producer on that film. Anyway, as a part of that, he was in Rome uh, during post-production of Piranha 2. Uh, he didn't have any money... He wasn't eating properly. He eventually got quite sick, and in a fever dream, he dreamt of an endoskeleton, you know, crawling out of flames, coming after him with knives. That's how he got the idea for the Terminator in the first place. He writes a treatment, goes to um, <clears throat> goes to uh, Leslie, no Leslie Ann Hurd. I can't remember her name. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, Hurd. She's with New World Pictures, and he sells. The the idea the the script to her for a dollar, on the condition with a blood oath <laughs> that it only be made with him as director. Piranha Two is his first time is his first directorial credit. He'd worked with um, filmmakers before then, uh, so the Terminator would be his his first real real film, as it was going along, and she agrees. It takes a couple of years, but she agrees to uh, to do it. They get. <clears throat> they get it greenlit and, yeah, there's a bit of back and forth, but he is, he is going to be the director. He sees the role of Kyle Reese not as this, you know, beefy muscle man, but as more of a everyday sort of more sensitive the kind of guy yeah. who's just a regular, re- regular Joe. So when Arnie is cast or suggested as the hero, as Reese, because he's done Conan and, and all those things, Cameron's a bit. Eh, I don't want to do that. He agrees to go meet with Arnie and have lunch with him, intending to pick a fight with Arnie and then claim afterwards that he's just impossible to work with and he can't possibly in. They end up having a great conversation. They're still friends today as a, as a result of that, uh, and they're talking about the film. Arnie's saying, "I love the I love the um the the dark uh, nature of the of the Terminator and such," and they just kind of both come to the idea that Arnie should play the Terminator since that's what the the film is about. It's not about Reese, not about Sarah Connor necessarily, it's about the Terminator. And so he gets
0: cast as the Terminator. Okay. Well, better than expected for him then. (laughs) He's just like, oh, I don't want this huge guy from the future. Oh, that's. I mean, that could have gone better for them then. And it works well. Unfortunately, at the time,
1: Arnie is involved with Conan the Destroyer. Filming at the same time. The whole production is put on hold because Arnie is seen as such a critical component of it and Cameron loves him as as, as the Terminator. Mm. The whole thing is delayed for nine months until Conan the Destroyer is wrapped up. I told all that to tell you (laughs) this story. In that nine months, Cameron is finishing off the script and finalizing the script for the Terminator. He is also writing aliens the alien script and Rambo first blood part two
0: wait what?
1: yeah yeah in all that time in order in order to keep him busy this the studio said here write the <laughs> write the script for aliens and Rambo part two
0: I did not know he did Rambo yep yep
1: Cameron, Cameron, and Silver Stallone both ended up, you know, writing Rainbow Part Two.
0: I had no idea that he had any parts to do with that. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. I, I didn't either. Is that he was credited for doing it.
1: He must be, because he certainly wrote the script or was heavily involved with it.
0: I can't say. I'm, uh,
1: uh, it's yeah, yeah. I, 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 didn't believe it either when oh, I first read it. There it is. You have screenplay. Yep. Fuck. Yep. All right. It was. <laughs> it was one of his babies. Well, he had a pretty good year. Yeah. <laughs> Gail Ann heard not, not Leslie Ann heard galen yeah so Schwarzenegger uh trained for a month before filming with guns yeah uh disassembling them reassembling them he ended up doing it blindfolded right being able to strip them just like just like Forrest Gump you know weirdly being able to disassemble and reassemble guns really quickly and he, and he did it too he got so good he could do it blindfolded strip it reassemble it you know, arm it, cock it, do everything he needed to. The thinking behind that was so that his movements, by the time he'd practiced it and had repeated it so many times, his movements would be would seem automated. Okay. Yeah. He could he could reload and cock it without having to look at anything. He just knew what he was doing, just like a machine would. Yeah, And it paid off. Not only does it look cool, Soldier of Fortune magazine, which was usually in the habit of you know, making fun and pointing out how stupidly guns are handled on screen actually paid him a compliment and praised him for his accurate use of guns on screen.
0: Who was the um, oh, the actor in the bloody gun shop in this movie?
1: Yeah, he appears in a few little yeah, what's his cameos oh. and things. I don't know, I don't know what his name is, but it's he's one of those guys.
0: Oh, Definitely and one of those We guys. should mention as well we had some more Bill Paxton in this film as from last film as well when we did. Aliens. He plays the punk in the yeah. opening.
1: yeah <laughs> nice night for a walk eh? Oh
0: yeah. such an idiot.
1: <laughs> and Paxton and Arnie have worked together a lot too. true lies I think is the best um, the best scene of them ever working together I think. yeah when Paxton's the sleazy car salesman and Arnie in a, in a, in a daydream punches him in the face. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Wonderful. Just wonderful. Oh, uh, Dick Miller is the name of the the porn shop guy. Dick Miller. There you go. And what's he from? Buckets of blood. That's where I know I'm from. Oh, okay. Uh, never heard of it. It's an old horror film. Um, if I'm thinking of the right one, it's the one where he um, kills people, and then covers them in, um, like, is it clay or wax, and turns them into sculptures. Mm, fun. It's 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 not because <laughs> it's yeah. It's not bad per se. It's just not good. It's never good.
1: <laughs> uh, so Arnie took the role really seriously. <clears throat> he didn't at first. Um, whenever he was interviewed um, about it before production had started, he kind of dismissed the film as just some you know low budget thing that he was going to do. But as they were filming, as production was going on, he got the he got the real sense that it was going to be it was going to be a definitive kind of role for him. Yeah, <clears throat> rather than just some some schlock. So he took it pretty seriously. He actively avoided Michael Bean and, and um, Linda Hamilton on set in order to sort of keep that keep that distance and not show any you know friendly connection he might have made on screen inadvertently. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's incredible to sort of you know if you if you're if if you're the evil guy to <laughs> I would imagine you know actors. Can turn that off. That's that's the whole point. You're able to-
0: You act. Have to, considered you considered acting? Act? Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so whenever somebody takes it seriously, like the part of me goes, oh, that's impressive that you would take it that seriously. And another part of me goes, why? It's your job to turn it off. Are you bad at your job that yes. you have to take it
0: seriously? <laughs> Absolutely. I like Arnie. Yeah. He gets into a, a specific type and he's really grown into acting over the years, but he's not known for his- Acting, especially in this stage now, like when this film is, he no- should be though.
1: He's so good.
0: He's very funny. He's very funny, but not for this. I mean, he's not meant to be funny in this film. <clears throat> um, but I can see why he that is would be funny his
1: though. <laughs> Fuck you, asshole. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> that scene, that scene where he's, you know, he's all wounded and everything, and he's just sitting in an apartment, and the landlord is kind of cleaning up or whatever. He knocks on the door and, hey buddy, you got a dead cat in there or what? <laughs> we get a, we we get the shot of of the Terminator um the terminator frame of frame of vision right and all the possible responses come up I think, yes no um you know yes i do have a cat or whatever just fuck you asshole i love the idea that that a machine that a computer would get sarcasm and would get the joke <laughs> and would pick out of out of all the possible options you know, just to dismiss the guy and whatever.
0: Fuck you, asshole. Yeah.
1: And and would get the humour. I love the idea that a computer would get the humor.
0: I just like seeing like the the, the, the um the choice tree come yeah. up. And- <laughs> 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 it works beautifully. Uh
1: Michael Bean originally auditioned with a southern accent. Oh. And was declined the role. But after a chat with his with his agent, he came back for another one and was cast as
0: cast as Reese. He came back with a, a mustache on and slightly different spelling, <laughs> Michael Bean, um, and just did it normal.
1: Yeah, I okay. wonder if his name wasn't you know like Sean Bean, like it was actually spelled B E A N. Yeah, for that, yeah. <laughs> for that reason, that's why it has an H and an I in it. <laughs> why do I, <laughs> just I know be him? Distinct. I'm trying to remember what else I know him from, Michael Bean. Yeah, he was Hicks in Aliens. Thank you. That's why I very <laughs> <grow> recently. <laughs> and Kyle Reese in Terminator. You remember Terminator? The film that we are watching?
0: Yeah, I know that one. I wasn't saying there's anything else I know him from, but it must just be aliens.
1: He's been in a few other things, but Terminator
0: is certainly the most famous things that I know him from. Oh, Corporal Ka- 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 Dwayne Hicks was in the Aliens Colonial Marines <laughs> video game, which yep. I want to say confirms that he lived in that movie. <laughs> <laughs> Indeed he did. Um, the club
1: where Terminator first finds or locates Sarah Connor is yep. called Technoir. Now, that's a phrase that um, James Cameron coined in order to distinguish the sorts of films that he was he he wanted to make, and and to distinguish the Terminator and Blade Runner as well from other horror slasher films.
0: Yeah,
1: like Terminator has a lot of slasher tropes in it right the unbeatable villain who just you know seemingly comes back to life whenever you whenever you get rid of him he's unstoppable he's always coming after you there's a lot of crawling and you know the helplessness of of, you know perceived helplessness of the victims um and just you know a a physical wearing down where by the end of it everybody's injured and just crawling around but this there's still you know this drive to complete the mission and, and 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 do the killing there's a lot of that, but he wanted to distance his sort of sci-fi film from that. So he invented this term technoir. Okay. Which I think kind of works. You know, blending the noir gr- grittiness and this sci-fi futurism yeah,
0: to it. Works out.
1: The club, they built the club. <clears throat> it's a real on-location thing, right? It's it's a jewelry store now. The building still exists, but they basically fitted the whole thing out. It wasn't some studio set. They actually built it in, the, in in this place. It was so convincing, they had to turn people away who came to this new club to go inside. No, no, no. It's a it's a film set. <laughs> We're filming. It's not a club.
0: Okay. So Isn't that incredible? That's really good. Yeah. It did look nice. I mean, the whole the whole movie looks nice. Um, it is dark in the sense that it's at night time, and that is what it is. But I actually thought it it aged better than say Blade Runner has. Blade yes. Runner still looks good, yes. but I guess Blade Runner had, did a, it was a lot more ambitious. So this film just looks <laughs> as it did. You know? Exactly. Um,
1: so James Cameron <clears throat> has a bit of a reputation for being a hard-ass. Mm. Not evil, just he knows what he wants and that's what he's going to do. Uh, the crew had shirts made up that said, you don't scare me. I work for James Cameron. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> How much are those going for an eBay? <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> that would have been great to see. Um, T2, one of your favourite movies you were saying. One of my favourite movies. Name. What's the dog's name? What's John Connor's dog's name? Oh. Putting on the spot here, Seb.
0: Yeah. I don't Come know. on, you got to know. No. Give me a series of clues and I'll guess it. <laughs> It's a reference of some kind.
1: Okay, let me set the scene for you. John Connor's on the phone with Janelle, his f- foster mother. Yep. Right, and the dogs barking in the background. Arnie's, you know, getting the sense that this is the the liquid metal machine that has come after him. Yep. <clears throat> and he says, takes the phone, and in John's voice, right, he, he reassures Janelle that it's that it's him. Yep. Right. I can hear the dog barking. He asks John Connor, what's the dog's name? And John Connor responds, Max.
0: The girls a Harrison. You, girls. Don't get, you don't get any points for that <laughs> set. Sorry. Responds like- Max.
1: And then Arnie goes, <clears throat> what's wrong with Wolfie? I can hear him barking. You know, okay. So he's, he's laid the trap and the liquid metal machine goes, Wolfie's fine, honey. Wolfie's just fine. Yep. Your foster parents are dead. Wolfie is genuinely the name of James Cameron's German Shepherd, which is the German Shepherd you see at the Tiki Motel. Oh, there you go. That was a long walk. It would have been so much better if you said Max, Seb. (laughs) would have been so much better if you knew that, if you cared about the films
0: you're watching. I haven't watched it like, since, like, uh, the review. No, Seb, forget Too about fair.
1: it. No, yeah. you're done.
0: Andrew, <laughs> in, in a week's time, I'm going to watch this film. You're going to ask again, and I'm not going to know the name of the damn dog's <laughs> name.
1: I know. I know, Seb. I know. You're a constant
0: disappointment. Good scene, though. <laughs> you're describing a very good scene from a good
1: movie. Um, the scene where the Terminator breaks into the station wagon. Right, right at the start of, or close to the start of the film yep. was one of the very last scenes filmed in this because at this point James Cameron was completely out of money he had <laughs> <Good>. <laughs> the budget was the budget was frying. he, he, he couldn't film this scene with using any of the film's money he had to pay out of his own pocket for everything that he needed for, for this shot he couldn't afford the police permit so it was all done on the cheap and it was just him and Arnie he operated the camera Arnie did the acting they shot it in two hours, and they had a change of clothes for both of them in the back of the car. So as soon as they were done, they would change clothes and piss off, <laughs> and get out of there.
0: <laughs> when I was doing um, student film um, in high school, we were doing it, we were doing genres, and we were doing westerns. So we decided it was in like a four minute piece to do. We'll film literally a maca Mexican standoff. Okay. Super basic, doesn't actually require us to have any, you know, special effects or anything. But we need a place to film that looks Western. And the best bet that we could find, just because we we're limited in where we could get to because we were in high school and didn't drive, was a cemetery, uh, down the road from our school. Okay, that's nice. Because it you still get that old timey feel. A shootout in a cemetery, you know, has its own sort of motifs going for it and all that. And when we did it and we handed it in, it was getting marked. Our teacher was like, did you guys get the council permit to film in the cemetery? And sure, we did. <laughs> no, I literally said, "I know I didn't even apply because I thought they'd say no." He's like, good man. "He's literally like good man." <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, he was our old teacher. Used to work for the um, for the ABC, so the Australian Broadcasting um, okay. Commission. Commission.
1: I think so. Yeah. I think it's Corporation now.
0: Yeah, that sounds right. You anyway, know, used to work there doing something related to film, I would assume. I don't right. know exactly what, but I think he was also, like, very bitter with having to get permission <laughs> for art and stuff, and he was just so pleased, like, oh, thank God. <laughs> it's such a
1: stupid idea to you know, you have to get special permission to film in a public spot?
0: Yeah, especially for, like, yeah. council property. It depends as well, obviously. It's, that's
1: ridiculous. If, if it's if it's accessible for me to go there without a permit, why on earth would I have to get yep. a permit to film there? What's the difference? If I take a photo, am I supposed to apply for a permit with Absolutely,
0: that Absolutely, well? yeah. Ridiculous. But... So that was that. But I just appreciate it. So, so pleased that we didn't get permission. Man, <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Stick it to the man. That's exactly yep. right. <laughs> God, I,
0: filming was so always so difficult because, yeah, you, technically you need a lot of permission for a lot of the different spots. Not that you're, you know, specifically disrupting people. Like you're not closing off a street I or can, anything. Yeah, yeah, I can
1: understand if that's what you need, you know, road closures and things, okay, that needs a permit. But if you're just there... In, you
0: know. in trench coats and cowboy hats. What the hell is the difference? Yeah, Like we're in a cemetery. I, I can admit that was a bad idea, but we had nowhere else to go and we need to get the assignment done. So yeah. it just happened. Yeah. <laughs>
1: What's well, no different than you just being silly in a cemetery? Sure, it can be disrespectful. Nobody could sue you for being disrespectful.
0: We weren't like being loud or anything either because it yeah. was literally a standoff. Like we weren't, there was no dialogue. It was just yeah. getting a few close-ups and... Long shots and adding music and post, like it was. you uh, we were in and out as quickly as you could be for yeah. a, you know, a four minute shoot, which ended up being you know we'll have like three three hours or something. But it's incredible, isn't it? Yep.
1: How much time you need to dedicate to you know just a few seconds of, of screen
0: time? Yeah. Oh, and if, I mean the four minutes that we used. If it a professional fucking production was doing it, that would have been like an entire day and <laughs> yeah, a half. Yeah, exactly. um, but like I think I think we're quite efficient. Yeah. Terminator though.
1: Terminator, brilliant. Uh, <clears throat> just a couple more things. James Cameron, master of at least in the 80s when he didn't have any money and didn't have a reputation, so nobody was giving him money (laughs) because by the time Titanic rolls around... God, by the time T2 Mm. rolls around. T2, Titanic, um, and Avatar, all three of those were, at the time, the most expensive films made.
0: And God knows his next Avatar is going to be trying to do that as well.
1: But Terminator, he didn't have any money, so he had to be a low-budget man. One of the ways he got around... Um, you know, including <clears throat> interesting visuals on, on a low budget for the car chase scenes. For the most part, they were recorded um, at low speeds, at regular driving speeds, and sped up a little bit mm-hmm. in in the edit. But to give the illusion of them moving faster than they were, out of out of out of frame, they would have cars uh, driving alongside that had rotating lights on them, so that when you're seeing the 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 sort of the light passing through. It gives the effect that they're passing light sources I mean, much nuance. much faster than they are,
0: yeah. Yeah, oh, that's clever.
1: Yeah, it okay. really is, yeah. isn't it? So you don't have to get special permits to drive, you know, down the road at 100 miles an hour. It's just, you know, <laughs> 30% increase on the on, on the footage and the, and this little trick, and it makes it seem like, you know, the speed is yeah. incredible. Such a high-speed chase. Care to take a guess? I know guessing games are... Uh, not my thing today, <laughs> ever. <laughs> but can take a guess who was considered uh, for the role of the Terminator? Do you know the famous one? O. J. Simpson was pitched
0: that one as I the did Terminator. Know. That was deep in my brain somewhere, yeah. And he was
1: dismissed uh, because he wasn't seen as a legitimate threat. He He's wasn't. He threat. wasn't seen as a as a as a potential killer. He just he's doesn't such have a it in him. Nice footballer.
0: <laughs> have you seen those police squad movies? Yeah, <laughs> or whatever yes, it is, yeah, um, he's, good. He's, he's funny. Yeah, but he's yeah. lovely. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Mel Gibson was considered. Yeah. He doesn't have an angry bone in his body. He couldn't do it. Oh, uh, Mad Max. I was joking. It's yeah. Mel Gibson <laughs> <laughs> He's very angry.
1: But at the time, he was quite a you know a nice boy as well. Yeah. Uh, Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. Course, and he and Arnie had the, the good rivalry. In fact, Last Action Hero, Sylvester Stallone, is in uh, is, is the image for the T2 poster uh, when, um, what's his name? Um, I forget his character's name.
0: Oh, I just had it in my head. Slate.
1: Slate, uh, J- Jack Slater. Jack Slater, Thank um, Is in is in the real world.
0: See, I remember. No, him. no, is
1: in is, is in his world, and and the kid is saying, "That's your role. You were you were the thing." And he's going, St- "Stallone, no, I could never, yeah. I could
0: never match up to him.
1: <laughs> he nailed it. He was perfect, and that <laughs> it was brilliant. And they had a nice friendly rivalry for the for most of the eighties, which I think backfired on Stallone a couple of
0: times. Uh, Remember, he picked some really stupid films because of it. I don't think so. Arnie's been in bad projects as well. You can't get away with that. Oh that's no, that's just like, what happens. Oh, I'll have to find it. But anyway, you, you, you continue, sorry, and I'll find the one I'm talking about.
1: But they ended up working together in The Expendables and Escape Plan. I really like Escape Plan. Yeah, when they're both in it together. Um, and for a time, Tom Selleck was actually attached, Magnum PI. Yeah, yeah. He oh, had yeah. to drop out because of his commitments to Magnum PI. But for a time, he was cast as as the Terminator, and I don't see it. I don't see Tom Selleck as a, as a robotic killer because he's just such a nice, friendly guy. That moustache, oh, my God. What if God. he shaved off the moustache. No,
0: sick.
1: It's like, <laughs> I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just saying, why don't you just cut out his heart? <laughs> That's where he draws his power. Uh, and Lance Henriksen, who plays Bishop in Aliens, yeah, yeah. who plays the um, uh, the deputy in um, in this one, he, f- the the story is that he was considered to be the Terminator. He never was, but he did help James Cameron in the original producer's pitch.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: He dressed up in leathers, painted his face silver, got gold foil in his in his teeth, and sort of added a little makeup scar to his uh, to his head. And he just sat quietly in the foyer. 15 minutes before the meeting, he kicks down the door to the producer's office, sits down, again, quietly and perfectly still and just sits there and waits for Cameron to come in, right? They have a good meeting and, and, they, and they get the project. They, they love the idea. At the end of it, Lance overhears them saying from the office, get anybody you like to play the Terminator, just not that guy. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Which is a shame. I think he could have pulled it off. He's good.
0: He's a good actor. He has almost like a, a young oh, Yeah. This is a weird comparison. I kind of see him as a younger looking Bill Nye at the time.
1: Maybe. He's a terrific actor. I really like him. And <clears throat> Aliens trivia that I didn't include, um, because I wanted to save it for for this one, is that um he had he hadn't really had any any big successes as as an actor. And when he got his role as Bishop in Aliens, he said he just sort of made this promise to himself that if it if the film didn't work and he didn't get any you know boost in his reputation from it, he would quit acting. Fortunately, Aliens was a hit. Bishop was a great character, and you know he's continued to work since.
0: Oh, that's good. It would have been a loss if he stopped acting. I'm trying to find this damn film that I was talking up with Stallone. Effectively, the story was that Schwarzenegger had leaked that he was like interested in this role. <coughs> oh yeah. Um. So <laughs> Sylvester would apply. <laughs> And he never actually... Oh, yeah, stop or my mum will shoot. That's, that's brilliantly funny. Mm, well, 4.3 out of 10. That's great. Um, oh, come on.
1: Arnie did kindergarten comp. Burt Reynolds did... Um, uh, is it gun and a half or two 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 and a half guns or something like that?
0: Okay, here's the trivia. According to Stallone, Schwarzenegger tricked him into being... Uh, into being in this flop comedy by starting a rumor that he wanted the movie for himself, Sly admitted in a conversation with the journalist, blahs blah, name, um, that he had heard Arnold wanted to do the movie. After hearing that, he said he wanted to do it, and later he understood that Arnie had tricked him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but
0: they're, they're friends, good. right? Yeah.
1: yeah there's, well, I think I think the rivalry was real, but it was all you yeah. know, kind of friendly, kind yeah. of in in good spirits, you yeah? know. They're, they're rivals for the same roles. Of course, they're going to be in competition with each other.
0: Yep. They both can't speak English. They're both huge. Hey, hey hold on
1: now. <laughs> <laughs> they we, are iconic. Do we want to get into the plot?
0: Do we have time? Have I <laughs> oh. have I gushed so much that I've run out the clock? We've got roughly 20 minutes. <laughs> it's, we're at, a, at the 40 minute mark. We like to go for an hour. Uh, I'll do we'll the time. verdict
1: now. Just watch The Terminator and love it because it's a perfect <laughs> film. It's great. Okay, <laughs> we get we get a little bit of an opening. There's a there's a written thing that says, um, in the future there's a there, there's do you a want me to wall? do the underscore. That sure, to, oh, sure. No,
0: no, no. So you continue. I'll, I'll layer when you go through the, the backstory. I'll layer in um, okay. the T two music. The T two yeah, okay. music. Perfect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: The music, <laughs> my God, the music in this, all the metallic <laughs> clangs and things like that. Yeah. It really sets the it's atmosphere. It's stomp. It's so good. It's just... It is so good. The sound design on this film is incredible. Yeah. I mean, I, 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 I talked about it in, I think, Alien. I said that, again, the sound design there, the, the music and the, the the suspense, all the sounds, you could watch it, you know, without the visuals... And still get a fairly good idea of the story. Same with the Terminator. You could listen to the Terminator and get a pretty good sense of what's going on. If you were watching it without the sound, you wouldn't get that. You would be missing a big chunk of the film.
0: Yeah, and this, the 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 cleaning of the metal. It's just foreshadowing the end of T two <laughs> in the metalworks factory. <laughs> a right? day, Sebastian. Is that not? Doesn't don't all roads Our lead to T d- two? <laughs> <roads laughs> you know, I joke, but a lot of the <laughs> other films. Backtrack back, track back yeah. to T two. Oh, another bit of trivia that I, that I missed. Do we have time, Andrew? <laughs> <laughs> please, please, please.
1: T- the way T two came about, right? So, in the in in the first treatment, all the stuff with the liquid terminator, with Skynet, and all that all that was originally going to be in this film. Oh, but as a way of reducing the potential you know, budget blowout, again, Cameron really wanted to direct it. He wasn't going to let, let somebody else do it. He, th- this was going to be his project, but he didn't have the reputation to pull it off, right? In, in order to, uh, to yeah. attract everything that, that would do it off. So he, he considered, you know, including the liquid Terminator in this one as well, where they'd be working together to get Sarah. Okay. Uh, as, a, as a sort of claymation thing, but he ended up, you know, deciding against it. Just no one Terminator will.
0: He does will that in fine. one of the newer ones. Not him, sorry. Yeah. They do that in one of the newer ones, because I think there's a Terminator that's both an Arnie model uh, okay. and has a liquid like, nah, skin that nah, comes off. So, I mean, it's, it's two Terminators, but it's one. Who cares? So I'm just saying they, they, they revisit that concept yeah. in a movie I've not seen. Yeah. Oh, is, I that,
1: is that Dark Fate?
0: Whatever the last one is.
1: Last one's Dark Fate.
0: Yeah, then it was Dark Fate. There's like it okay. has like the exoskeleton, but it's yeah. also got the liquid metal form and then they joined together yeah, as well. Genesis
1: had the nanobot yeah, Terminator, that's the right. which is uh, the like stupid idea and
0: it wasn't even nanobots, it was just like those <laughs> like iron filings you get with like magnets. Uh, yeah, what, yeah. It was yeah. that sort of effect. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Did you uh, know James Cameron is scheduled to be directing sorry, to be currently writing a true lives t- sorry True Lies T V series? Seriously. No, it's on there. Interesting. Gross. You anyway. Could, no, you could you could do that. I, I, no, I Andrew, that. original ideas. We did original no, a spy
1: th- show, a nice, you know, campy spy show with Arnie. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what we need to make ourselves feel better about the world. Uh, yeah, so T2 um, was largely made from material that was originally conceived f- for the Terminator but had to be shelved for one reason or another um, yeah. where T2 ended up being tied to film. So, because of those restraints, um, you know, a sequel was was basically already laid out. Okay, well, that's helpful. Terminator One. <sighs> do you want to do you want to take take this one Seb, and I'll correct you?
0: Yeah, I mean, you get, I'm going to be very <laughs> brief. I've been talking for fifty minutes no, now. No, I can, <laughs> yeah, so we start in the future. Shit's fucked. That's my summation. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. There are robots yeah. everywhere, but and they're that's, all angry.
1: But that's not where the fight is going to be the fight is here in the present tonight
0: yes so we start with Arnie comes back first I think yes yep um, he's a naked boy we do see some Arnie Wang at least in my cut I what? saw some Wang Wang yeah while he's walking I saw like I saw some like some uh, swaying of the Wang at least in my cut.
1: Seb, why are you looking
0: for Arnie's wang? It was there. He was walking towards Bill Paxton <laughs> and his wang swung and got hit by the moonlight and there it was wang. Well, it's a nice night for a walk. <laughs> 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 um, so he's off to, to find Sarah Connor, as we discussed sort of in the trivia. He, um, They don't know where she is. They just know her name in the city. So he, yep, literally- he goes on a
1: shopping spree. Yep.
0: Gets a car, gets some guns. <laughs> and literally goes through the phone book and Sarah Connor, unfortunately, common name. If this was me and my family, if they were coming after the Bregulia, I'd be fucking done. done. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, insane that there's a couple of reasons why I wouldn't be done. Not Maybe not first, because I'm named after my grandfather and, have, and my cousin has the same name. So there's a one in three <laughs> chance I'm first. But also, phone book? <laughs> it, it is kind of dated.
1: In, in the yep. technology but it's deliberately in the past so oh, yeah, in, yeah. in a way it's it's kind of timeless because it's supposed to be in, oh, a, in, yeah, in a different yeah. time from it's supposed to be the present but at the same time you can look at it at any
0: time whereas if it was today and when it was me I guess the Terminator would be just lurking on Twitter waiting for me to post about <laughs> some wrestling thing and be like that's where he is uh-huh. <laughs> got him got him good bait him <laughs> <laughs> um so okay, that happens. He goes off, gets a gun, and he starts going through this checklist of Sarah Connors and killing them at the same time. Carl Reese has appeared. He's naked as well. And the cops are after him because he's a <laughs> naked man <laughs> in New York. No, not New LA, York, LA. LA. The the,
1: the guy, the, the bum. Yep. That has has the line, uh, um that son of a bitch stole my pants. <clears throat> His name, uh, Stan Stan someone. Uh <laughs> the, the the bit of trivia about him is that you read his his credits in films after that and it's bum uh homeless guy <laughs> uh first homeless guy uh <laughs> transient you
0: know other bum yep <laughs> he's played nothing but bums oh i know okay um yeah everyone hates um Kyle Reese in this film is the is the quick version of it um the cops he it's okay it's because he's objectively a bad storyteller okay he's caught by the cops later in the film yep and i know he's telling the truth you know he's telling the truth
1: in deleted scenes trexler lieutenant trexler mm. the black cop actually believes him by by the end of it
0: that's fine the problem is regardless of whether it's the truth or not you need to stop and think is this realistic Yes, okay, sorry. It is realistic in a sense that it is, it is real for him. But like, is this the kind of thing that you can just drop on someone all at once? This is like, if I was abducted by aliens and I needed help and now I'm back, but I so I need help. I'm not going to go to the person I'm asking for help with the buy-in of, I need to let them, sorry, make them believe in aliens first <laughs> to then help me. You. steps. Baby steps.
1: That's doc, Dr. Silverman's whole justification for keeping him, that because Reese has an answer for everything, he's really developed this delusion and that reinforces that it's, that it's completely made up because he's just thought about it so much.
0: Yep. Oh, there he is, Stan Yale. He was uh, credited Yale. as derelict yep. in this film. Derelict, bum, bum, <laughs> in, other, in other projects, homeless guy. Homeless man. Yep. Homeless man, homeless man, Aww. stinky's friend. <laughs> Bearded man, homeless man. Preacher. Bum, yeah, alley bum. <laughs> He's just credited as arrested in this film. Yeah. His name, yeah. junk man, homeless yeah. man, wino number one. Unfortunately. This is fucking great. But he nails
1: it. Hey, if you're going to be time cast, yeah, you know, his build first, a career. His first role was Mitchell. And his second role was homeless man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, what happened to Mitchell? <laughs> Which yeah. producer did you piss off, Stan Hale? <laughs> oh.
0: it, it was in a movie called The Other Side of Hell. Oh, he's in prison. Oh, that's anyway, a shame. um, I, yeah, I just think that um, Carl Reese had too much of a story to tell to get people to believe it. All he needed to say was, "There is a man that's coming that's after that wants to kill you," and you know, and we have proof because you're aware of it because he's killing all these Sarah Connors. By incomplete, that's, that's
1: not proof that he's coming after this Serakona.
0: Well, I mean, like they know they know he is. <clears throat> they, they know he is because of all the the new and stuff. And how do we know that it's not you? Because. I'll just put me in this one room and no, he
1: he he wants to distance himself from the, from from the cops as you know at every opportunity because he's got no no intention to involve any authorities whatsoever because he knows the story is unbelievable. He knows he can't convince anybody. Yeah. He's he's finding the terminator on his own. He he understands that he's completely on his own and he has to protect Sarah. Yeah. Why
0: this isn't a plot hole, this is more just a question. Is there a reason that they didn't send back Sarah Connor?
1: What do you mean? Well, if I... She's not alive at that at that time.
0: Oh, okay. I was going to say, I'm just curious. If you had to convince someone to listen to someone from the future, you'd, I would send back that person to be like... Oh, uh, okay. Like, uh, as in, uh, or somebody that they know from the future, at least. Like you send back her best friend that's alive somehow, you know, as like someone that she would already know, yeah. recognise.
1: I mean, in, in T3, we get, um, we get the news that Sarah dies of cancer or something. That's true. <clears throat> at age... 50 whatever. Yeah. Which would put her, if she's 19 in 1984, which would put her death like around twenty twenty sometime. Yeah. Whereas, okay. you know, the war happens, the, the climax of the war happens in 2029. So by the time, you know, Skynet has been taken down, Sarah's, you know, all, already dead.
0: Is T2 set when it comes out? Because it's a 91 film. Is it, is Judgment <laughs> Day in
1: 1991? Now this is interesting. Um, Terminator. It's not specifically mentioned in the film that it's nineteen
0: eighty four.
1: Okay, right. In T two, dates the events of T one as nineteen eighty four, but it itself doesn't reveal any dates about itself. But it kind of says that John Connor is about ten years old. Um, he's much older than ten. I know. <laughs> but, I yeah. know. But in, but in the film, he's supposed to be he's supposed to be this ten year old kid. Okay, or thereabouts. Um, so if sarah was pregnant 1984 that would mean that you know t2 is taking place like 95 or something okay but even that has a little bit of thing because when they when they're driving south and they um and arnie is sort of explaining the the future timeline up until uh, J- judgment date, august 29th 1997 the, the difference in that would be about 4 or 5 years from what's going on so that would Place T two around ninety two ninety one, and it did come out in ninety one. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's very loosey goosey. Okay, whereas T one is definitely set in canon in nineteen
0: eighty four. Okay, so the whole game is just oh there he is run oh there he is run. It's good though, it's much no. better than that. Oh yeah, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. It is, it is it is it is essentially
1: Jason Voorhees popping up and yeah. and going aha, uh-huh, you know I got Freddy Krueger yeah yeah
0: that's that, that's right. That's what um it's, yeah no no dramas with it it is what it is like, but I've noticed that weirdly a lot of Cameron's films are actually really simple.
1: Yeah, just like Ridley Scott, he 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 focuses in on on one sort of formula, I guess for how things work, but just nails it out of the park. Absolutely nails the 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 beats, uh the visuals, the it mixes everything in exactly what it needs to be and puts out a perfect film.
0: Yep. Um, where do we go from here? Sorry, I mean they they have their final confrontation. What do you want? Like yeah, they, yeah. Like that's it. <laughs> like
1: it's <laughs> they get chased around. They they eventually are um taken in by the police. Uh, sort of two thirds of the way through. Thereabouts, yeah. Um, when um Kyle is arrested and Sarah is obviously taken into protective custody, but she's kind of you know she's wavering on whether to believe Kyle or not. She's not completely on board yet. And D- Dr. Silverman is kind of saying, Yeah, he's nuts. You know, you can't believe him. But that doesn't explain why this other guy is after us. But then the cops say he's just some crazy killer. So, okay, that kind of makes sense in Sarah's mind. She, and she's wavering on the whole thing.
0: I, I actually really liked early on in the film, because I did, like I said, first time seeing it, that he's going through and killing all these different Sarah Connors and having that our character realize, Hey, that's my name. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it was like, it's a it's a really like, it's such a unique idea, but imagine, yeah, just finding out that everybody with your name is slowly being killed off, and that what do you doing? That Sort of dread you'd get <laughs> yep. of like, oh, that's am I fucking next? Weird. Am I- yeah, <laughs> it's it's so unique yet it doesn't feel unrealistic in a sense of like, yeah. I mean, I, it's a long form stretch, but I guess it's like segregation of the Jews, for example. Like, yeah. oh, I'm, shit, I'm Jewish. Like, yeah, like it's that sort of thing, but on a very personal, individual, yeah. by name basis level, yeah.
1: And, and the film itself acknowledges how realistic this could be when there's the second report of, you know, Sarah Connor being killed. Uh, you know, Trexler says, yeah, a one-day pattern killer. So just it's just some weird serial killer that's going on, and you know conceivably it could actually happen.
0: Yeah, which is fucked. Which is why phone books.
1: A little bit, but they're in, they're in the they're in the police station, which is when we get the famous I'll be back line. Yep. and Arnie just rams a car <laughs>
0: through the through the front
1: office and shoots up the whole. Do you want to grab a seat thing? on the bench? Yeah. <laughs> scan, scan, scan.
0: Nah, I'm good. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My original thought was he was scanning the bench to see if he could hold his weight. Right. Because he's metal, yeah. And then, or like, oh no, we're scanning everything.
1: Yep. Yeah, I, I, I kind of get the get the sense that he he assessed that he couldn't, you know, break through it himself, you know, easily enough without attracting attention. Fuck it, I'll just drive the car yeah, through. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't need that anymore. So uh, he shoots up the entire station, kills thirty cops there. In a deleted scene, Trexler um, confides that he believes uh, Kyle Reese because he shot at the guy and he just didn't didn't fall down. Um, and at this point, Sarah Connor definitely believes what's what's going on yep because how could a real guy defeat 30 cops
0: and then I mean they'll get super confirmed later when his skin is missing yeah Um.
1: (laughs) another fake out ending
0: where where
1: the truck blows up yeah. And, and the Terminators are in there and you get the nice, you know, satisfying music and they meet up and hug and then, rawr, here he comes. He's back from the dead.
0: Yep. Twice. Where does the film end? They're not in a metalworks factory again, are they? Where are they? It's
1: in Cyberdyne's 1984 office. Workshop.
0: Is this when the arm gets left there, which yeah. gets picked up in the next film? Yeah. Yep. Okay.
1: So it's... The arm and the chip are cleaned up before... You know, the, the Terminator remnants are cleaned up before the cops have a chance to investigate. Yeah. Because otherwise there would have been evidence of that.
0: So this is a grandfather paradox, right? A little bit. That's fine. I guess. Yeah, That's which
1: w- which came first? I mean, T2, the if you really think about it... Dinosaur egg. There's not a whole lot that makes sense about how T2 could happen. But fuck it, it's just such a wonderful film. You forget about it.
0: So um, I just watched Last Night, which is now, by the time you hear this, two weeks earlier... Um, Bill and Ted 3 face the music. And the the basic concept is they haven't made the song in the Wild Silence haven't written the song that's meant to save the world yet. Um, but they're running out of time. They have arbitrarily 70 minutes to get the song made before, the, <laughs> before everything goes pear-shaped. So they're like, let's just travel to the future and get the song up ourselves and then bring that yep. back. And yep. then that's the idea. It does, it, I mean, the movie is not that simple at all. I'm sorry, no, sorry. The movie is simple, <laughs> um, but, but that's the
1: same thing. Cybernetic system invents the Terminators, which gets sent back in time to, to p- be a framework for the invention of the Terminators.
0: Yeah, yep. So it's closed. It's a closed loop. It's just the real question is just how did that first one happen? But literally, I mean, it's just it's just an entry ramp, right? Like somebody made it. There is
1: there is no first. If it's a closed loop, there is no first. But they would have to be. No.
0: I, I could see no, it like, they,
1: No, they wouldn't because you're thinking about time as being this linear progression.
0: Yes. And it's not. It's more like a wibbly wobbly, <laughs> <time> wobbly
1: <laughs> thing. Um, Things happen in a particular sequence and if that sequence loops around on itself, as long as it's consistent, that's perfectly fine.
0: Hear me out. Let's say you invented it. And then in the future, the robot comes back and then drops into 1990, 1987, yep. what it was. And then that robot arm- ends up being the catalyst for somebody else to make it causing its own separate Well, loop. then I didn't invent it, did you I? You did the first time, which led to- What do to you mean the first
1: time? What are you comparing that to?
0: Well, that's what I'm saying. Like if That's somebody not the way
1: history played out, Seb.
0: Somebody made it. No. And then it loops back no. and I then think the timeline's changed no, as
1: you a can't, result. No, you can't look at history like that.
0: It's fine. No. Oh, no, the dog's <laughs> are here. Oh, the it dog's been released. <laughs> All right. Um, I think that's a good point to call it. Yeah, absolutely. So you'll get to verdicts, yeah? I think so. Heard
1: the good, you've heard the bad, a lot of opinions, a
0: couple facts, it's time. Love it. Is that a That's it. That's <laughs> that's all that needs to be said. Yeah, it's pretty good. Perfect film. Next week's more perfect though. Oh, Next week has Robert Patrick and he runs with his ears. He's
1: so good. Oh, the trivia on that. My goodness. Yep. Perfect. <laughs> um
0: I love T2. No, I, I did enjoy this one. Um, it's, it's, once again, it's like alien versus aliens. You just watch them, I would guess, because you've got a different mood. You watch this one because you want tension. You want a bit of suspense, a little bit of horror. I wouldn't say go overboard with the horror. Like it's not, for me, it wasn't a horror film. It was a thriller. Yeah. Um, whereas next week, T2, you watch that because you want to see a sick action movie <laughs> with a little bit of pathos, so like, that's fine. But yeah, like I said, it's like alien and aliens. You watch different things, um, but I enjoyed it. I didn't think it would be, be, be bad. I knew the bad ones come after this. Yeah. Or well, not after this, after the next one, but yeah.
1: No, they they get progressively more in, uninteresting because they're just rehashing the same idea People over and
0: over. thought Terminator 3 was trash and then they were given 20 other Terminator <laughs> films. They realized
1: Terminator 3, not that bad. Terminator 3 is not great because it's at that point the third time you're seeing the same thing.
0: No, but she's a lady in that one. She's a sexy lady, I assume. It's been so long. Is she sexy? Yeah. I or, can't really remember. What's her name?
1: She's Norwegian. I know that. Oh, one. sure. Whatever. I forget her name because I haven't seen her or anything else. I'll find out.
0: I mean, anyway. Anyway,
1: perfect film, perfect thriller, sci-fi. I love it. I love the music in it, um, the whole sound design. It's it's a cheap film that in no way looks cheap at all. It looks like it had you know a budget twice of what it actually did because Cameron just pulls it off.
0: Yes, I can confirm she is a sexy lady. Um <laughs> she is Oh I can't say that name. Of course you can. Oh no, so Chris Kristana That's oh, It's right. I was looking at where she was um <laughs> Wait, she was born in New York. Ooh. She's done nothing that I care about at all Aww. since then. And debatably then. As well. well. there you go. Um Yeah, what a That's disappointing. Anyway, it's fine. I recommend this movie. T2's better. It has a truck scene.
1: Find us on Instagram at Second Take Podcast. Or if you live in the future, you can tweet us at Second Take TNC. Find us on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Second Take.
0: You can follow me on Twitter at Bastion underscore James. Website secondtakepodcast.com. Now, in the coming weeks, we have, oh, and the weeks prior, we have actually moved the podcast over to ACAST, Ooh. which is a different hosting network. Um, you might be aware of that or not, purely because ACAST might or may not have been dropping ads <gasps> to the episodes. So that might be a thing depending on where you live. Um, but the
1: carefully crafted continuity of our prose, Seb.
0: Yeah. We
1: interrupted.
0: So the website exists currently, but we're sort of working out whether or not, because we're hosting through ACAST, whether the website needs to continue. But as for right now, it is secondtakepodcast.com. But who knows? Um, send us an email at secondtakepodcast at gmail.com. Or if you want to support the show, uh, you can do so either through ACAST itself or through our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash secondtake. Now, we'll be back on Wednesday, most likely with Mortal Kombat and Annihilation. Um, to fill in the uh the variety hour we couldn't get to. Oh. And we'll be back the following week with Terminator 3: The Rise of the Machines. Oh How wait, dare no. You, sorry, Terminator 2: Judgment you. Day. <laughs> I was so Cameron f- didn't even do. The whole point of doing this was Ridley and Cameron just do the trilogy. It's <sighs> time. But sorry, Terminator 2 is next you, week and then the week after is Terminator 3 and good. then finally- I love I love
1: the franchise so much I have lots to say about 3.
0: Good. And then we finally get back into <laughs> Scooby-Doo. And back into, I mean, into Scooby-Doo. What a I'm perfect s- transition. Yeah. We, yeah. Think, we go good, good. Yeah, we go yeah, bad. <laughs> and then back up to good, like a roller coaster. Um, sure, that's what I meant. Well, perfect. We'll, we'll catch you all on Monday. Oh, no. Uh, our goodbye, horses.